0: Just like that, they buy it. They eat it up. You pander to them. You thank them. I mean, really, people? I thought you were a little bit smarter than that. I mean, it's just so easy wow. to say the name of the city. You cheer. Hey, oh, Stephanie. You. Stephanie, you just, cheer. I just, mean, just come on. Welcome to the A Show. What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the A Show with the Kings, the Pro Wrestling Podcast. I am Justin here with Meals. I'm fucking energized this week. I'm energized, I don't know why, but I'm energized, bro.
1: <laughs> I can't relate, but sure, let's do this. I mean, it's there was August. damn near a whole tropical storm on my window like two hours ago, but um, that's that's lit. you still alive, bro. Yeah, I'm real life. Then you Move should in be an amped. building. Yeah. You should be amped, bro. What are you on? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm having you a good going? day
0: i'm having a good day man
1: all life right, is good right. life is good i respect it i,
0: respect I almost it. ate some more chips just <laughs> oh now. all right well well listen almost did almost did i'm that'll not gonna do
1: it that'll do it to you, wait, wait, you. This yeah is the please first. don't
0: this is the first <laughs> this is the first episode
1: of august 2020 For the A-Show. This is episode 146, by the (laughs) way. Is it? It's episode 146. We should do like Vince McMahon and just stop numbering the A-Show. Stop (laughs) numbering things and just A-Show. It's a new episode of the A-Show. A-Show star in A-Show tree and shit like that. All right. All right. I mean, we can. We can if we want to. Um... But, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm having a great day, too. I mean, granted, everything that happened out the window, but it's nice and sunny and beautiful now and everything is great and A-OK and all this other stuff like that. But, Justin, we are not alone on this thing. I feel no. like not only – we were alone five minutes ago and then you, like, lightly coerced him into – uh Doing this, which is fine. If you
0: saw the text, it was not light whatsoever.
1: Okay, all right. Well, true, fair enough. (laughs) Um, also featured on the show this week. Um, you may know him from the war report, you may know him from gosh, I mean, next week's episode of The Lookout, that's gonna be fun. Oh my god. Uh Cyrus, what's up, bro?
2: Yeah, it's kind of random that I'm here. I didn't expect to do a (laughs) podcast on the Tuesday, I normally don't. (laughs)
1: <laughs> you were summoned. You were summoned here um, for good reasons. It's not like it's not any bad reasons. Yeah, or the, like this,
0: that, is, this, is the, this is the A-Show underground, and we had to have Cyrus here. <laughs> fair. <laughs> that's, you know how fair. that's
2: how we're basking it? <laughs> yes.
1: It's the A-Show fair. underground. That's... Okay. Hey man, ah. I enjoyed it. So, <laughs> okay. but, uh, start... we'll, we'll talk all about it. Yeah, we'll talk about it soon enough.
0: But, of course, uh, if you're subscribed to the A-Show channel, You get this show, but you also get a couple of special shows that are coming up right for the tournament season of pro wrestling. Of course, even though COVID happened, the tournaments are not stopping. uh, And there's a bunch of tournaments coming up. So Cyrus is going to announce a couple of things coming up on uh, the A-Show channel that he's going to be hosting. So Cyrus, take it away. All right. For spot callers, I know we
2: missed this month, but we'll be making up with a very special episode with TNA Victory Road. It was something that was submitted. I am not
1: looking forward to watching it. Wait, wait, wait. Which year? Which year? Which year?
0: The year. 2011. 2011. Oh, the
1: year. The year. Okay. All right. Well, listen. <laughs>
2: uh, so we're going to be doing that. And stardom is going to be hosting their tournament basically their g1 for this season and me and my friend Alora, who was on the last stardom episode we're going to be watching the whole tournament we don't know what the g show is looking out looking like right now because it's happening in the fall i believe but we're going to get started with stardom first and then hopefully transition into the g show
1: i like that i like that i mean we it's a it's some new thing. Well, it's some old thing. T- TNA, first of all, Victory Road 2011. The show is hilarious.
2: <laughs> I've never seen it. So this is um, going to be like
1: a fresh watch for me. Yeah, You know what? I feel like it won't be as bad as maybe. Actually, I don't think it's bad at all, considering all things like current now and yeah, kind of how the product seen, is now. We've, yeah. seen
0: wilder, we've seen wilder shit.
1: Than uh, <laughs> Heroes of wrestling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much. even that, yeah. Uh, it'll. I'm sure it'll eventually be a dark side of the ring episode in the future. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> wow, but <laughs> but we get to go with that, and then I'm also, you know, bro interested in the stardom content. We need more stardom content on the A show feed.
2: I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to provide all I can for everybody. Well, listen, that's amazing. <laughs> you,
1: that, that's amazing. <laughs> First of all, thank you, Cyrus. And yes, you now you have to stick along for the rest of the show. <laughs> And add in your thoughts to all the great topics that we're going over. I actually actually have something that I do want to throw out, though. And I'm throwing this to J5. He doesn't know this either, so don't even feel bad about this, artist. Um Throwing this out there. So have you seen, I learned this from watching the Joe Budden podcast. Don't ask. But I did. Um, apparently, someone on Medium created a 40 after 40 list. Have you heard about this?
0: No, I haven't. No, I don't. What's
1: so that? it's. It's the 40 um, highest ranking, like, rappers who have done the best after 40 years old. Like, who, considering, you know, the, you know rap isn't just a young man's game anymore. They kind of, like, split Okay, who's doing well after 40? And it's this long list. And, of course, Jay-Z is at the top because he is invented being 40 and rapping. <laughs> uh, but... I want to know, is there a wrestler's version of this list? The 40 after 40 with wrestlers. Who is the, who is doing Ooh. the best post 40 in their career? And it's not even, I, I'm not even going to say like, it's like right now, like current, like who's 41 now and like hot and like, you know, <laughs> it's, it's not one of that. It's like every career post 40. You know that can include Chris Jericho. That can include the Undertaker. That can include everything. Everyone's career post forty. Who do you think has the best career? AJ Styles. Ooh, that that is a very good yeah, pick. I feel like he won most of his championships in his thirties, though. Uh, like the, I mean, the, the WWE WWE wise, he's for sure like one of their most
0: decorated champions of all time. I mean, this is true. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he's one, he's one title he's one title away from a grand slam. Like he's won everything.
1: I would I, say. Oh. Rick Go Flair ahead. was my first thought. Yeah, Rick Flair did a, a lot after forty. Actually, like, like he might have had a better career. No, How actually, I probably will not say that. Brock is a- t- its AJ or Brock to me. But I mean, yeah, we're, Brock, we're, we're, Brock just turned forty. Brock is like barely. 40. No, yeah, he's he's forty three. Uh, yeah, maybe, AJ's like, maybe for, AJ's, uh, like AJ's like
0: forty five. AJ's like forty five, right?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean the criteria he, he needs might it.
0: Like
1: yeah, he might be like forty. I don't know. uh, oh, uh let's see. Can you buy forty? No, um he might be there he Bryan might Bryan? be turning forty right now. It's an interesting conversation. Nah. I had an idea. So he's let, thirty nine. Let he's thirty nine. He's thirty nine. Let, let me throw this out for you of someone who has the, probably the best career post forty, who probably started their actual like wrestling, wrestling career post forty. Vince McMahon.
0: Oh, wow.
2: I thought you were going to say Diamond Dallas Page.
1: (laughs) No, but he's a good one, too. Like, he's a good one, too. But I think Vince McMahon, legitimately, he wins, like, the WWE title at, like, 45 for the first time. (laughs) Wins the Royal Rumble at, like, 43 and, like, ECW Championship at, like, 50-something. And it's like, damn. Like, he's actually, like, low-key had a career uh, um, post-40.
2: Moro Suzuki. I definitely think he's somebody up there. Like everybody yeah. loves him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's murder grandpa to everybody. So I, I think he's probably like probably would be top five. Uh, in Liger.
0: 44. Liger. Liger. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Liger sure is a good one. Liger. Oh, I, I would say, triple, okay. AJ, Brock, Liger. Uh, AJ, Brock, Liger. Damn. I got to say Taker. I mean, Taker's had, like, a five-star match in that in that same amount of time. He was 40. Yeah.
1: And probably Shawn Michaels, too, right? Like, Shawn yeah. Michaels, when you think of, like, his post-40, it was, like, he didn't win all these championships. But, man, performing at such a high level and still being in the main event and all the other stuff like that. Like, he yeah. was killing it. He turned People, 40 in, like, 2005. So, like, <laughs> all yeah. the rest of his career after that is, like, insane. People are
2: so like, I guess, like, down on him right now. But, let. Let's revisit history, man. Like Undertaker's definitely up there for sure.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. But that's just something I want to throw out there. I mean, it might be something for people to think about. Someone who could do a medium list on it. Someone could, you know, determine like, all right, after forty, um, who's done? I would say Chris Jericho if we're talking about, you know, because I do think yeah. he's had an amazing career post forty. But and then multiple companies, and multiple companies, yeah. So in multiple Mm -hmm, companies mm -hmm. so he's you know he's killing it as well a bunch of people i'm sure you could pick a lot of hulk hogan probably because he's just uh, uh. um he he is wrestling when people think about it yeah and he's yeah it it just is what it is like but there's a lot there's a lot in the post 40 crowd so i don't know there's just something to think about um but we actually have actual news this week yeah
0: yeah we do have news uh (laughs) we have news uh so i mean a lot of trickle down from last week's Naomi stuff. Uh, not, a, not a lot of big news. Uh, thank God no one's getting COVID anymore. <laughs> and everybody's back from their COVID vacations. Uh, and we, and, we, and that is, this is reflected on both this week's shows and as well as NXT. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, I, 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 hey, Cyrus is here. We can talk about NXT. We can talk
1: about,
0: <laughs> we can talk about NXT. My, my
2: face uh, when y'all talk about NXT. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Oh, oh, oh like okay. Come okay. on, man. got to let Come us have um, something,
2: baby. Come on. Y'all yeah, could talk about the main roster. There ain't shit to talk about.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, Raw Underground is right there for you, buddy. I'm yeah,
0: sure. you're going to be able to talk about it this week. So uh, the more, more of a trickle down from the Naomi stuff uh, last week. Booker T went on his show at his big age oh. and said that Naomi <laughs> needs to earn her spot. Sometimes Booker T comes off as very informed and other times he comes off as like tap dancing a little bit.
1: I, so the thing with Booker T, I feel like Booker T is very he's kind of stuck in a very old school mentality. And I think it's mainly because of the thing that he kind of the way he was brought up in the business. And he had to like really work double hard because of his race and all this other stuff. And I feel like that's the majority comes across with a lot of the old black wrestlers. Especially Mm -hmm. like Ron Simmons and Mark Henry and Booker T, people who, in their respective eras, were like seen—I wouldn't even seen as seen as an anomaly or something—but had to work twice as hard to be able to get to the spot, and they succeeded. So they attribute their succeeding to working very, very incredibly hard, and it's true they did. I mean, they're amazing in kind of everything that they did, but at the same time, it's like you can't necessarily put. The, the 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 scale for how they were judged and how everything has completely changed from then and now yeah and Everything that you guys done should even lay even more of a landscape to kind of how we see things now. So the fact that Naomi, the hashtag Naomi deserves better and everyone's saying that in Booker is like, I don't know about that, man. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I had to work hard back in the day. And, you know, he, he's talking about Big E, too, even in a sense, like he, he went on his show and talked about Big E It was like changing himself. He was, yeah. He needs to be more serious for that world title run. Like he needs to change. And it's like. Your definition of a star in 1993 is not the same thing as the definition of a star in 2020. Yeah. Right. Um, I think that's kind of where the disconnect is. And he doesn't really kind of – he he doesn't – yes, hard work is going to get you far, 100%. But there's a million people working hard. At this point, it's like – Everyone says that they're working hard. Everyone's like, I'm working hard in the ring from the top to the bottom. Even people who you wouldn't believe is good. It was like, I work very hard. I deserve a spot, et cetera, et cetera. Everyone believes it deserves a spot. Yes, you can work hard, but it's wrestling. And if you're just not
2: written in anything, you can't really do anything. Like, it doesn't really matter how hard you're working. If they don't want to use you or have a story for you, they just won't. So... And whatever they're doing with Lacey Evans and Naomi, <laughs> whatever. But it's just like they just—I'm
0: just, just going to be in the belief where they just don't have anything. I and I and I always felt like, again, and we'll talk about this on SmackDown proper. But like, it seemed like Naomi and, and Lacey was always the plan, and even with last week's. Uh, you know, a knee jerk reaction which didn't really hit mm-hmm. that hard for either of us. Like it just felt like that was the plan anyway, and you're not gonna change it. I think Booker T again comes off as very like boomerish when he when he says things like this. Like he doesn't understand the social media re- like reaction. And, yeah, right. and that companies do listen. And whether it be New Japan, WWE, AEW, any company, they're gonna listen to what the fans are saying online in some capacity. Like they might not move the way you want to move. Uh, and the speed you want to, but they, but they do. And I think Booker T comes from an era where they just really were not listening to the IWC or dirt sheets or whatever. Like they were doing yeah. whatever they had to do. And I mean, it's not even just him. Like Booker T says some, or uh, not Booker T. Mark Henry says some kind of weird shit before too. It's like the the, the old guard kind of needs to sit back and teach the teach the, the kids in a new way. But the thing is, the 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 way that they learned it is not the way that they go about it. Like I would yeah. want to listen to a Kofi Kingston right now or a Big E right now before I would listen to, you know, a Booker T, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like as far as, as far as how to, how to, how
1: to, you know, carry yourself. Navigate in today's, yeah. Navigate in today's landscape of professional wrestling. They're,
2: they're active right now.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, like I said, the the disconnect between what happened in 1993 and 2020, is completely different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a, And Booker, yeah. He just (laughs) just too often, you know? What was the WrestleMania
2: where he like faced off against Triple H? Like, trust me, if Booker T was like if he was active now, people would have like had all this like fanfare and support for him. And he would have greatly appreciated that
1: for sure yeah, yeah. I, I even think in because i was on i think that was like my early stages of being on message boards back then but even then everyone could see it it was like yo that was how the hell did booker t not win and like,
2: when when he was feuding with edge over shampoo like people would have been like on their like Singing his praises is a saying that he deserves better, but it's just
0: yeah. a, really just a different era. But look, look at the way that they like we look back on that type of shit now, though, right? Like yeah. that 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 shit. People laugh at the, the the grocery store shit. If this if that was today, Booker oh T my. buried all over. <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but then it was looked at differently than now, and I think you know, it, and that is in support of Booker T. Really, me saying yeah. that, but like he has to look at that and frame that. How it is now? Like it's a completely different world. You can't do stuff like that anymore. Even though it worked for you, you can't really put you can't push yeah. people like that anymore. Like people hated the the hotel fight with Mandy and Naomi. I, I like we loved it on the show, but like people yeah. like, hated it. And, and looking looking back on it,
2: hey man, I might run it back after this.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is probably one of the more substantial feuds that Naomi has, and just yeah, and it, it progressed her as a character and as people as something that people want to fight for on TV. And I yeah. think that was a great thing, and that's kind of all that we really kind of want with Naomi. I mean, the the end result may not be the women's championship, but at least it's like a spot and it's a a deserved, you know just something just something more god damn like (laughs) um
0: so um austin theory where Mm. we we want to go there so uh austin theory (laughs) and on nxt no more that's all yo it's it's being reported that he has been (laughs) indefinitely it's been reported he's been indefinitely suspended no other uh no other information coming out of that
1: but uh yeah, I'm I'm interested in what the hell is actually going on. I mean, it, it seems that everyone who was suspected to have, you know, got COVID or been affected by it or something along those lines who had to be quarantined for two weeks have returned to television, especially this week. Um, so I'm kind of interested where he plays because they're still doing the Murphy and Seth thing. And it, it seems to be a kind of a two man thing. Austin Theory is nowhere to be found and there's been kind of really other than, you know, the reports that he's being suspended, there's kind of been no substantial news on like what's actually been going on.
0: Yeah. I, I don't want to speculate too heavily because we all know kind of like what this might be in reference to, but again, it's, it's, it's like WWE's handling these issues with these people that were kind of put out there and speaking out in very different ways. And I think mm. even when we, we surmised and we talked about the situation a couple or about a month ago, really. Um, we said that we said this such like people are going to be given different scrutiny and Austin theory. He, he, he ain't big enough to, to be still on TV with accusations going out against him. Matt Mm -hmm. Riddle front and center on SmackDown every single week. He gets 15 minutes. Austin theory, he was brought up on a whim because Paul Heyman wanted to push some people. He's definitely expendable in their eyes. So, um, you know, not much to say there, but you know, it, I just think it's interesting that he hasn't been on TV since and uh, doesn't look to be on TV uh, for the next couple of weeks at least. but that leads me down another another path pass, pathway, passageway, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. about new stars. And, and this kind of breaks out into two different conversations uh, yeah. where we talk about, of course, we talk about the, the the Brock stuff, but we also talk about like the Bailey, Sasha, having all the titles thing and, and that got brought up. So I want to start there with the new stars ar- ar- argument. Uh, Ember Moon last week, you know, expressed a little bit of her concern or really dislike. And she's really been very vocal. One of the most vocal people ever. Like as soon as she's been on backstage, she, you saw a different side of her where she felt as though, you know, Sasha and the, the way Sasha and Bailey are being handled right now is, is definitely a, a detriment to, the women in the back. And this, this you know sparked a, a whole conversation about whether Sasha deserved it, uh, whether they should have all the belts. And of course, you know where the Sasha stands landed and you know where everyone else landed. So um, mm-hmm. again, <laughs> it, it, it is, I think that my issue isn't, and I, and I don't want to speak for Mills, but I think we, we both had the same thought that this doesn't really put anyone other than Asuka down because we know, it. we guess the outcome. We're going to see the outcome. It's going to happen. We already guessed right. what was going to happen last week but you know i felt like this this made oscar look even worse and she's not exactly like a new star but she's someone that you know is is fairly protected and loses in the dumbest ways i I think Mm -hmm. that you know and we had a conversation about this too it was like I, i was like it just feels like bitter and and you had some really great points about that so if you want to say how you know your response to that
1: yeah, I don't th- I, I personally don't think Amber Moon is bitter in things that she said. I think she's talking from the perspective of a fan. I think in terms of just her outspokenness and vocalness and things like that, I think he's, as as much as she's in the business and she is signed to WWE and she kind of gets everything that's going on, I think there's a there's a part of it that's also still innately a fan. She hasn't been on she hasn't competed on the main roster similar to the same length as everybody else. She hasn't been, she actually for a large part of her career, you know, for over a year at this point, she's been on the backs, you know, she's been taking the back seat. So she's been watching it as a fan. And I think she's more so reacting to it as a fan. But I think, you know, I don't see it as bitter. I see it more so as like, okay, it's a, it's a critique. It's a critique that I think, do they need all the belts at this time? for story purposes i feel like once we see all this kind of unfold and even kind of the things that were happening on monday night raw i still don't think you needed all of the belts to do this but um you know and, and you get to bail response as well where bailey she kind of chimes in and she says that like oh you know um ember moon's not here um, someone's got to take control of the division and it's going to be us. Yes, there are people out and, you know, it's been us for a long time. But again, I don't think, I don't think she's bitter because I think, honestly, if you look back a year ago, Bailey would be saying the exact same thing. Um, yeah, ba- Bailey would, if, if there was, if there was I'm, and I'm sure there was, I mean, you get uh, the WrestleMania 35 main event with both titles on the line. We both argued like, yo, is it, should both titles even be in the same match? Like, couldn't they have done nope. another match? Um, promoted something else. But you know what? They wanted to have the biggest match possible with the biggest name possible for the biggest story possible. I think WWE, at least lately now, has been concerned more so for creating these moments, your great moments. And but in terms of that, it kind of sacrifices the story overall because now you kind of look back and you're like, oh, well, you're going to remember. One hundred percent, we're going to remember that Bailey and Sasha had all the championships, and it's a mm-hmm. great moment, and it's a great. Um, it, I think it, it will define a this part of their career up to this point as being probably the most dominant female tag team, probably one of the most dominant tag teams right now. But in terms of the overall story, it's like is that's a hindrance to people you know who may you look at Nikki Cross for instance who lost again um and no one <laughs> thought she was going to win but she lost again um and you look at Oscar who's also you know suffering from this as well and then you you know we see all these other feuds that maybe could use a championship maybe could use <laughs> you know other people attention could be built yeah attention or built or something along those lines um you know it, it, i i agree in a sense with um With the Ember Moon, I do think maybe saying it on a public thing and also being part of (laughs) WWE, knowing how everything kind of on, I do think that's a little. I I think probably I would be advised as saying that publicly, against us. Like if you know how it is, don't you know? Yeah, don't try to. Why are you coming at at us publicly? (laughs) Yeah, why are you coming at us publicly if you kind of know what it is? Like ultimately, you know what it is. Um, Because she know,
0: and it's the same thing we say with like other people within the company that, that say stuff online, it's like, you know, the type of, everyone has a stand. There's Kurt Hawkins dance, you know, like you know right. what type of support you're going to get and reaction you're going to get from that. You're, 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 you're stoking the flames and whether it's the work or whether it's, it's kayfabe or or, or not, like, you know, it, it's something that is definitely, it, 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 causes the toxicity to grow. Yeah. It's, it's getting a very poor reaction just whether it's
2: a work or not and I don't necessarily agree with Ember Moon because even when Bailey turned heel she gave literally everybody on the SmackDown roster a title shot. Yeah, you know, including and, her. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even think it's Bailey's fault that you know that she's getting uh or she's running through the women like do you want to talk it just goes back to the writing room or like creative that like, there's an issue there. And it's just like, you're not necessarily active right now. So it's not like you're necessarily like in the back suffering from this. And a lot right. of these other women are all in different title uh, or like, uh, not title pictures, uh, just different programs. I think the only women that are not on SmackDown is Daniel Brooke, Carmela and Tamina. And if, I say it week in and week out. Everybody's just like, we want to see different women on the show. soon as Carmela is moonwalking out there, people are going to get pissed. People are going to yep, be like, are, are you <laughs> for real? What's going on? Seriously? Because she won?
0: <laughs>
2: yeah, right? And it's just like, even, even when Tamina finally got her title shot, everybody was like, oh my God, Tamina, for real? And then, you know, I still think that Bailey did gold with Tamina. You know, go. <laughs>
1: But, you know, I mean, we hung her jerseys in the rafters for a reason 100%.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I think SmackDown just suffers a whole different problem with the women. Like, Mm. I think there's a kind of a problem with Sasha holding the title because I think the Raw women's division is so much better and definitely could use a title.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, just the idea, and it's not even necessarily the whole, like, oh, she's on SmackDown thing, but the general idea that she kind of comes in. It, it it seemed like a side storyline. It moved into the main storyline just because it's going so well. But ultimately, at the end of the day, it's like there you look at the women like the Shayna Baszlers and Liv Morgans and all this other stuff like that and kind of just has to kind of like wait for this thing to end. You could Shayna Baszler for maybe like the last like four or five months. She could have been involved in something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, I, But, or but at least I, I must say
0: something. I must say that we're talking about this from like a last week lens this week of shows, course. all of these people are on the show. There's two storylines. There's three storylines involving women on SmackDown right now. Right. Right. And, right, and there's, 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 there's multiple like four on raw. So again, like they, they're giving us the, the time. It, it, and I, and like, to be fair, like it, all it the women's
1: like, yeah. I mean, it just kind of feels like you have three separate championships that could be in three separate programs, but they're wrapped mm-hmm. up within the same four people. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. kind of what the issue is. It's like but you had the Nikki – I mean, the Nicki crossing is, Cross is Nicki Cross thing. You yeah, know how it I is mean, with
0: the horse women. You're not going. You're not. Yeah, gonna but that them. doesn't make it.
1: Yeah, but ultimately, I think you know it's more so what Cyrus says. I don't think the problem is with the women. I think it's more so with the creative. It doesn't make it necessarily right in my idea, but mm-hmm. they're going to do what's best for them because they're ultimately doing what's best for business. Yeah. Um, not to steal a, you know, term from those <laughs> corporate, guys, but yeah. yeah. yeah, But they're ultimately doing what's best, what's going to draw people. And they know kind of the eyes that Bailey and Sasha are going to get as opposed to other people. But these are the time to build up stars. I mean, you got a whole women's division. It can't be now two of the four horsewomen are out. So here's the opportunity to at least say, okay, what's the next step? What's the next generation going to look like? Where is it? We're, you know, everyone's going to say Bianca Belair, but I didn't know Bianca Belairs. is just in due time. I think it's honestly. (laughs) She
0: was on wrong. She was on wrong. So, I mean,
1: it's
2: it's Shayna time right now, but I, I I think
1: so. Like
2: I said, it's, I think it's still a SmackDown problem. And honestly, I do think that Bailey might've, you know, been in a title picture with Sonya Deville at some point, but, the Mandy and Sonia story got kind of sidelined because you know, somebody wanted to be on a party boat and they had to push it back.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, it, it, it's just a lot of conversation. I understand it. Um, I understand where all parties are necessarily coming from. Um, I just think, you know, there's more to have around. Ultimately this is going to be in service of the story, but it, it, I, I'm confused of where the story lies now because if it's not the Sasha and Bailey thing, then it's kind of like I think that I, I think
0: I, I we're think going to see it, that that
1: story is pushing out like it's not happening.
0: Oh yeah, right it, well, well, it's or it's gonna. I mean, we'll talk about it. Wrong. We'll talk about it. Wrong. I think it's I, it's gonna end past the point where we said we care about it How about that. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely gonna do that. Um, one more thing before we get in. I know Cyrus tweeted this two days ago, and it came to fruition today. The Rock. And his ex-wife Danny Garcia bought the XFL. I want to shout out, I wanna I wanna give Cyrus his um his his victory lap, if you will. I'm not saying the universe
2: revolves around me, <laughs> but it kinda revolves around me. So let uh, give I credit mean, to where credit's th- due, fellas.
1: <laughs> the rock got a bargain, man. The Rock bought a, The Rock and and uh Danny Garcia, they bought a league for A a whole football league (laughs) for way – like, I wish I had $15 million. That's so (laughs) – because they kind of got it, like, on the extreme low. Like, I mean, I understand. (laughs) The value has gone down. You've applied for bankruptcy twice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, the – you know, there's not much you can sell the league for, but there – they did it. They picked it up. I'm I sure they're gonna make a ton of money from this, you know. I don't
2: know if you guys are watching the XFL, but I was. I just think it's it's good, man. A bit of it. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: It's nice and short, so it's easy to consume rather than like long football games. Right. It was just good stuff. <laughs> and I'm just glad that it's back. And I just and I uh, saw people tweeting about football and I was just like, Man, I don't even like know a lot of the yeah. players that people were talking about. So like the XFL being fresh to me, it was good stuff.
1: Yeah, and I think The Rock is a much better face for probably the XFL than Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's, <laughs> Vince McMahon's name is like—I'm not gonna say—I mean, it still rings bells, but it's it's very very like muddy, like his whole history with like owning things and like you know buying yeah. things and all these other stuff. Um, you go back, you can look clips of him saying the N-word on the internet. There's also wow. you know. It, it, there's a lot of things with Vince McMahon Well, you well, the well, the, and...
0: well The Rock is calling women disparaging things as early mm. as 2014 so well this is true yeah.
1: but however uh, also you know, him say,
2: crying when John Cena barred him up that's not a good look I mean <laughs>
1: all these things are in storyline per- I mean I guess I guess the end nah the tears, serious, precious, right? the tears work the tears
2: work storyline <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I do think I mean there's a lot less thing I mean steroid trial all this other stuff like that yeah I, mean. I get it you know the rock is just he's he, he's a much more cleaner face as of right now it's only yeah. a matter of time until, I, I i don't
0: doubt that vince will be back in the in in some type of uh, board room <laughs> chair or so rock is going to let vince in period i mm. i think it's only a matter of time that's he vince weasels his way into a majority share or something like that that's he that's he <laughs> like, hey, hey, hey i put you on you
2: know gave you this whole attitude air shit you know got
1: what do you mean? I got. I, a a <laughs> <What do you, laughs> I need a what favor. I need a favor. I gotta I buy a ticket, man. Come on, like <laughs> that's Vince Man is gonna show up. He's gonna walk out onto the field. He's like, yo, I'm Vince Man. I previously owned this, and then you know, he's just gonna. It's just like anybody. I mean, it's <laughs> all my XFL fans out there. We're
2: clear to engage, and if you're on any <laughs> other team, I don't acknowledge you right now.
0: But say thank you when you see oh, me on man. Twitter. Oh my God! All right, let's let's tap into the shows real quick. Uh, we got SmackDown up first, Cyrus. I know you don't watch SmackDown, so I don't watch SmackDown. I'm gonna am gonna leave it's your good. ass alone real quick. Uh, SmackDown. Go
1: ahead. I, I gotta actually remember what the hell happened on SmackDown. Uh. A
0: couple <laughs> things happened. I, I think I think we saw some really good storyline stuff. There there was definitely a big
1: okay. big big
0: big big uh, angle that happened at the end of the show, but we had the continuation oh, yes, right. We had the continuation of the Matt Riddle uh, Headhunter storyline, which which led to a a, uh, a heel turn from uh, Chad Gable, which desperately needed. I think
1: he's. I don't know if it was <laughs> a heel turn much like. He seemed like he was strapped for cash, like in strapped for clout and like all these other things. You like, guys like my- to me? mean, it's a. You know what? I thought it was very. This is something I really say of Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin coming up and schmoozing Chad. First of all, he called him Chad Gable. You didn't call him Shorty G. He respected him. Yeah. (laughs) Yo, you out here, you know, you out here dressing in a fucking fake basketball outfit, out here wrestling in in gym shorts. And, you know, you're one of the best wrestlers out here. And, you know, why are you out here? You should be you should be where Matt Riddle is, and coerced him into that, and actually, you know, after the whole um, uh, Gulak-Corbin match, which was good, it was actually good. Um, Yeah, it It really was. He comes out, I mean, Matt Riddle comes out, he tries to run in, then Chad Gable comes out, he hits that Rowan suplex, wheelbarrow suplex, I'm just, god damn. this This was cool. This was kind of what I wanted last week. I was like, I think this could provide a couple people a lot more opportunity, even if it's just kind of this week, but kind of show the skills that you got. And it it gives you something. It gives them a chip and it's give them something to fight for.
0: Yeah, I I thought it was incredibly strong. I I think, again, the the way that they're building Riddle, it's like a slow burn. I really do think that they're like building him up to um, to basically take over when uh the weird guys stop having the title so like <laughs> so when fiend and Braun all that shit's over with they're just gonna have riddle nerf whoever it is i, I think that this is again they're going to the kurt angle route with him where they'll, they'll like gradually build him up into the into the uh, main event again which i think is incredibly smart but i sorry it's like how do you feel about you know baron corbin matt riddle is this still something that like i don't i don't hate it as much as i thought i had. <laughs> i i think it's interesting i think it's smart
2: and this is also like some like shape or form where Matt Riddle sort of gets like an open challenge because you never know who might answer the call for you know uh, the Baron, the king's bounty. So Matt Riddle could be in the ring next week, and whoever else is on SmackDown can just literally come in and uh, face off against Riddle, and then Riddle just gets uh, good TV time.
0: Yeah, and again, Riddle hasn't had a bad TV match yet. So essentially, like you're you're able to. You know, flex Riddle for a little bit longer, keep him on the title picture, keep him away from AJ, Mm -hmm. which the AJ thing is weird because, and and I guess we'll just, this will segue to the next segment. Is Big E gonna beat AJ for the IC title? Like, that's what I'm thinking right now. Oh, you think he's gonna go for the IC title? Yeah, I think Biggie no nah, you thought Biggie was gonna go for the world <laughs> you thought Biggie was going for the world title right now? No, I thought
1: we knew. Uh Yeah, uh a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. No, nah, we no nah, we didn't. I no, mean, <laughs> nah, know, I'm not the, really watching. The man. gap the gap between the intercontinental title scene and the world scene, like it's not that far of a leap. <laughs> like I feel like legitimately I feel like, you know. They could be her own for things. Man, I mean, can
0: Otis get it off Braun already? I
1: would like,
0: no, no. th- was, was Otis even seen with the briefcase on Friday? I don't remember seeing it. No, he no, just no, showed he hey, up. He, <laughs> no,
2: he showed up with Tucker. Hey, he showed up with Mandy. Something more important than a briefcase, man.
0: Oh, Jesus true. Christ! Oh my! Oh my God! I I, I think that you know, he, you
1: know. it Looks like he's feuding with the Miz now. It looks like we're gonna get a little six six person action at Summerslam. If I had to, if I had to book the territory,
0: six person between who? Oh, the the uh, luchas.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Mandy and um, oh, Heavy Machinery. Oh, Machine Otis. Ring
0: Otis, yeah.
1: Versus, yeah, yeah. Sonya and oh, Miz and Morrison. Oh. That's For what us. I think could happen.
2: What well, could happen? <laughs> Mandy always surrounding herself against just like the scumbags on the roster, like chopping it up with Ziggler. Now
1: you, now you with missing Morrison. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, she knows where it's at. Is um, there
0: going to be a you got COVID punishment for them?
1: Oh, Jesus. Nah, I can't say. I don't know. It's Florida. No, no offense, Cyrus, but it's Florida. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> like, I don't live in Florida. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Oh right.
0: my God. Um. Yeah. I. I. I, I see. I really see Biggie getting the IC title before he goes for the. I. I just think. I'm sorry. Like, unless. Something, unless something changes my mind, I think Riddle is. Is he's handpicked to win this by the fall. Honestly. The. The way this Braun and Fiend thing is going. Uh, I'm so okay if I get, never see the title, bro. <laughs> bro, I, they got to get this title off these guys, bro. The, the Universal title. I said this before. It is the worst world title
1: they've yeah. ever had. I miss Roman. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Me too. I mean, I think don't get me wrong. I mean, I know we're I think we're transitioning a little bit now, but I think that ending to Smackdown was probably the best ending that they've had in weeks. And that's no offense to, you know, the ladies who've been doing their thing, but in terms of just even in that program itself, it kind of blurs the lines and it kind of takes it a step further where you kind of wanted to see it take a step. Mm-hmm. Um the whole Braun and, and 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 Bray thing has been built on their past before. And it's like, okay, yeah. I, I thought it would be better than it was, but it's not. It's like not by a lot. Uh but you know, incorporating this whole Lexa thing to it, I think it adds an element of like, okay, it's a personal thing, even though like Lexa has a boyfriend and, and Braun,
0: Braun has a girlfriend. <laughs> and,
1: yeah, completely other you, different you things. They're fe-
0: friends. They're friends, think- damn it. You think the thing going to pop up on NXT? Nah, man. He ain't ready for, for, for Raquel Gonzalez? Yeah. Wow. Hell no. <laughs> you think nah, Raquel go
2: might... go sw- throw him 30 you feet? Get...
1: Exactly. Going <laughs> to throw out like him out like Jazzy Jeff? <laughs> oh, my oh. God. He might get tall. No, but it's, a you know, I think it, it it will help their feud. But ultimately, I think no one cares about this feud anymore. I can't imagine no. anyone. Who cares about
0: this feud? Uh, and and I think the 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 bad the worst idea you could do is have Fiend get that title again. I just yes. want to put that out there. The worst thing you could do is have Fiend win that title again. Have Bron um, beat the Fiend and then have yeah. Riddle Riddle or AJ or I mean shit, fuck it, Biggie, anyone go for that title? Anyone yeah. but the Fiend. The Fiend to me should be a face. And, he, and and I think that the the fiend is a heel thing. Just it's done for me. Like he needs to be a face, but that only shows up every so often to nerf a big heel. Like why have we not gotten? I've been saying this for a year. Why have we not got Baron Corbin versus the fiend? That's something that you want to see. Like Baron Corbin plays physical comedy like that so well. Like he should be the one screaming, not Seth Rollins. Like come on, <laughs> right? right <laughs>
1: yeah, I know that's you're right. right. It
0: just it just, I- just makes it makes more sense.
1: Whose dog a is dog that? Yipping, there's a dog yipping in the that, background. That's, that's not mine. You know the, the storm is the storm that's is not,
0: over. That's not mine either. Okay, uh, let, let's go to Raw, man. It's a lot of a lot of stuff happening on Raw. Let's just let's just go from from top to bottom with Raw. Wait,
1: okay, wait, here. actually, actually, one more thing. One more thing on SmackDown. Okay. Um, Based on how the women's championship match ended, do you see Alexa Bliss turning heel or Nikki Cross turning heel? Which one if you had to give a prediction on what you think which one of them will turn? What do you think? Neither. Neither. Neither? Okay. I
0: think I think I'll, I think, I think, I think Alexa. the Alexa thing, I think the Alexa thing made it so that she well, if she's turned, she'll turn on Braun, right? That would make more sense, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like I'm not involved in your mess, blah blah blah. Like, you know, really just turn it up on them.
0: Mm, I don't know. It's, it's I weird. Like I, I I feel like they were taking Alexa out of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, I guess you might be right. You might be right. Who knows? We can Who head to RAW now. Yeah, let's go to RAW now.
0: So hours before RAW, we of course got these same old reports that it was in, it was a chaos and was written <laughs> and. Well, <laughs> what do you do? You guys like think or care about whenever you see shit like that? It's like. No, it's, uh, it's a hectic day at the workplace. Okay,
1: like that's like <laughs> everybody that works at an office job. Like, so, <laughs> here's where I was mad at. They said a new faction was debuting, and I was like, awesome, can't wait. You know, everyone's like, undisputed era, or it, no. You know, <laughs> that's like everybody's first thought and then everybody's prediction
0: was wrong. And now they're mad about
1: it. What was it by the way? I'm still confused. It it couldn't have been her business.
0: No, they, they, it was, it was reported on fightful. Shout out to Sean Ross that the WWE social team uh, jumped the gun on the post. They weren't supposed to post it. And I think what they were trying to do is that the one hand didn't know what the other was doing I think Satin was supposed to hype it up and that was supposed to be it for Monday. And then WWE.com was supposed to do it the next week because I think Ooh, that the, I think okay. this faction, this faction probably won't debut until after SummerSlam if, if I had my druthers and, and if they were smart about it, because there's no time to introduce a faction when you have a whole car that only has like 30 yeah, you have right now.
1: Yeah. You have, you're build, building towards SummerSlam. I was like, why the hell are they debut a faction? But I was like, you know yeah. what? i don't. I don't give a fuck. I mean wrong. Yeah, they're anyway. They <laughs> shouldn't
0: have they shouldn't have um they shouldn't have announced that that early, but I get it. We saw the beginning of the of it. Um I don't think the people that were shown on this episode are actually the faction. Let's just be clear, all of them look like five feet tall. So like I'm pretty sure it's not. It's <laughs> There's only not
1: one them. faction of all five foot tall guys. <laughs> in in their in their books. 205 live takeover? <laughs> no. Oh my God. Listen. But I'm just gonna i say maybe they're looking for Pat McAwee. I don't know. I don't. But um, but we
0: we also saw uh that Shane McMahon was going to be part of a segment on Raw and we didn't know what it would be until the nine o'clock hour. I wanna start off Raw Talk, well not the show, but our Raw Talk with Raw Underground, a brand new concept. That literally had no rules, no segment. Nothing. No, nothing. That's, it just. It didn't need none of that, baby. Shane appeared. It had music,
1: though. It had oh, music.
0: That, I, I couldn't get it out of my head. <laughs> had dances. <laughs> Shane appeared at um, nine. Was it nine o'clock, nine thirty and said, I'll see you in 30 see you in 30 minutes. And then yeah. at nine fifty five, five minutes early, Raw Underground started. I yeah, that's what I was, I was, I was not. I was not watching <laughs> Raw until I said until I saw the tweet that said Raw
2: Underground, no rules, unscripted fight at ten. I looked at my clock. It's nine fifty six. Time to turn on Raw.
1: Yeah. First of all, they made me watch, 10. man. I was mad. I was mad. I was. I was a little bit hot. I was like before ten o'clock. What the fuck? But go on. Go on. Eat. I well, loved it. Well, <laughs> from what I think
0: and from what I say, like. It is the type of throw it at the wall, no ho- like no rules, like random shit that Shane yeah. loves to do. This doesn't always work. And I'm just saying it's the first week. even though I like the first week of
1: it. I feel it, like 90% of the time it doesn't work.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and this or this might be a small chance where this had an opportunity. Like I liked that it not only was something that got us away from the PC, which I thought was wonderful and and it also felt cinematic too which is also great had a different look a different branding on it which i thought was cool as well um and i like that it actually tied into the story of the hurt the hurt business where they lost all their titles in one night and then they came in and said we're gonna beat up white people for the last five minutes of raw and (laughs) i was i was in the edge of my seat like yo this is yeah i'm cool with it it didn't I, have to. It, it seems to be like if it, if this is being used to put people like if you have Eric from the from the Viking Raiders there, which they needed something to make them look tough again because they've been looking like some hoes, and so they yeah, had to yeah. beat up a dude. They had to beat up a dude.
1: I, they debuted um homeboy from NXT. Uh, what's his name? Bobo Baba or something? Boba. Yeah, Boba. Yeah, they debuted him, which I thought was a great spot for him yeah. to get debuted. Yeah. I mean, you, considering that there's no rules or anything like that. It kind of, I think his day gets mixed up in all, like, what's going on here? Instead of actually, like, who's that? Um But in terms of Raw Underground, I think, so the first moment I saw it, I was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> For real? <laughs> That's crazy. When, when they said unscripted fights, I was like, no. Not again, because we legitimately just two months ago talked about Brawl for All. You guys had mm-hmm. a whole damn show about Brawl for All.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's why That's why I was excited. Watching Brawl for All was fun. So when I read unscripted fights, I'm just like, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to enjoy what I'm watching.
1: It's weird to kind of re- having this like underground thing in a whole like pandemic era. But you know what? I'm going to. I'm I'm separating wrestling being real, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm separating that part from my mind I and I, it took me the wrestling ain't real part because if you're trying to take it as an actual, they're saying i scripted, but this is a company. Like, it's not. Yeah, yeah. That,
0: it was that, I, Clearly I was scripted. Mad, I was mad that they weren't throwing real hands. I'll be clear. I'll, I'll be honest. What? I was mad there wasn't All real hands. Right, <laughs> All right, bro. No, All right, man.
1: I, I think it would have been, been absolutely brutal. But here's what I think. I think Raw Underground needs to be its own separate world from the rest of monday night raw it features guys it features guys from time to time but i do think they need to be separated and here's why Mm -hmm. and and you can you can let me know why i'm wrong if i'm wrong or anything like that i feel like it's such presented in such a different way it's going to attract people if you don't intertwine it between all the hullabaloo and crap that's happening on monday night raw if you don't intertwine it, like I think the Hurt business showing up and saying like, all right, this is our territory. You set the stage for that perfectly. You've now established like the villains, you establish established the boss, you've established the final thing. Now you kind of have something to work towards moving towards that. And you can establish segments, you can establish all types of other stuff. You leave the Hurt business there. It's kind of like another section of raw, another brand of raw inside of raw. Okay, um, And it's an exclusive thing. And I think that's so perfect. Um, I don't want, like, just because, you know, Angel is not doing nothing, now he's, you know, throwing back elbows at people. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't necessarily want that. I want, like, it to be kind of its own thing. Because I do, like, and I think it could be presented in a much more, like, grittier, actual like, actual, like, Lucha Underground, okay. like, type of thing. I think if it was presented in sort of that fashion, it would be a lot better, too. But I, oh. by the end of Raw, I didn't hate Raw Underground. I'll say that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, okay. I, I, I thought that, like, I, and, I, and I agree with Mills, like, the, the cameos by, like, Dolph Ziggler and stuff really like good. that, like, I, I, I thought it was really cool. Like, I, I, I just really, again, sometimes I feel like I'm watching two different shows because it's, a, it's already a three-hour show and, we, and we've been looking at the PC for months. So the one thing that's, that's really, like, cool about having crowds in, in these shows is that we get a different crowd every week and we get to judge them by that. And we get to judge the show by the crowd. So the one time you get to get taken out of the, of the PC, if you will, into something else and something different, people like hate it. And yeah, I don't, I, I just found myself not understanding what, what the hate was. Like I, I didn't get that. it was, I, I didn't get it either. Like
2: as soon as, soon as it was announced, people were just like, Oh,
0: lifespan three
2: months. And I was just like, come on guys. Like we haven't even seen like raw is raw is not even live yet guys. And they they said, I mean, they
0: said that about the twenty four seven title, and that's been around for a year.
2: Yeah, and 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 it's all good and fun, and whatever you might think, it's ugly, but like it's still fun, and we all love our truth, so it is what it is. I'm just like you're
1: probably going going to, and legitimately in ten years, the people who are watching this are going to remember Raw Underground. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, Yeah. just just because it's a it's a different it's a different feel for it's like what Justin said, like we're in the PC for three hours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be presented something differently gives your brain a break from the normal stuff that's happening that you watch all the time that you at this point. No one cares about anymore, apparently, Um, and (sighs) is able to travel it to complete and kind of like, you know, jog your memory, uh, jumpstart kind of something in your brain. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I I am super
2: optimistic about this whole thing. Like, th- for me, this was just like the pilot. This is the first episode. And yes, they were beating up jobbers and stuff like that. But just think of the potential or just like what it's going to be like or how it's going to flourish when they have actual competitors in there. You yeah. know, but everybody was just like, no, hate it outright. What? They're not, you know. I'm just like, come on, guys. It's like this is the first thing that it's going through. And I guess not a lot of people love blood sport or the thing or whatever. So, you know, they weren't attracted yeah. to it anyway. But I just thought it was dumb, good fun, and I was entertained. And that's all I can really ask for my wrestling to be.
1: Well, maybe you can you can talk to kind of the reaction. I think there was a reaction from Josh Barnett regarding this. Uh, mm-hmm. What did you think um, just regarding that and the, the comparisons kind of early regarding it? the idea of a, the,
2: the idea of a kumite is not original amongst wrestling like we have <laughs> yeah. so we have kung fu films we have the movie blood sport there's like four of those <laughs> Like, yeah. uh, people were just like, oh, Raw is stealing from, uh, Chikara, but like Chikara was stealing from, you know, this, uh, Japanese promotion that was doing this thing in the eighties and they were doing, you know, they were a subsection of like this type, uh, thing in the nineties or, uh, you know, even before that. So like having a scripted fight or, you know, a fight that is rigged of some shape or form, like it's wrestling guys. Like no, no idea is truly original when you do unscripted fight
0: like come on guys like what was the last time you yeah. thought about chikara <laughs> well not now because of the uh, sexual allegation oh oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh my microphone. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> <my Michael. laughs> also you know what we didn't we didn't
0: comment also, on
1: what <laughs> if, um,
0: a bunch of leaks
1: <laughs> if we, we want to talk about oh uh, uh sorry go ahead no, I was just you know I wanted to get it in a bunch of leaks from another uh, wrestling organization of people screaming the n word. I was like, what the hell was that about?
2: <laughs> and also, if we want to talk about the uh, Josh Barnett bloodsport, I've watched everyone except the se- uh, the second Josh Barnett one, but they're not they're not throwing real hands on this. Uh, on the Josh Barnett blood sport. Everybody's worried about really hurting one another. So they ain't fighting for real. There was probably like two real fights <laughs> in the whole thing. <laughs> like, I swear, if you watch the, uh, the mess that I posted uh, last week, I mean, uh, last night of killer cross versus Davey boy Smith, they not throwing real hands. These guys not trying to knock each other out for real. They trying to submit each other so they can go get the rest of their money for WrestleMania weekend. So like, Guys, let's let's cut it out.
1: <laughs> uh, Karrion Cross won it in. He won it in. I think. He was, I think he was.
2: Oh, oh, 0 oh one. <laughs> Get out of here. Son. You don't meet the qualifications for me. Everybody's like Tim Thatcher. Hey man, he don't he don't have a good r- ratio. He probably won. Listen. He competed three times, only won one match. Get him out of here.
0: Lord Jesus. <laughs> he got he got clapped by Harry. <laughs> I don't got no respect for Karrion cross. How, how do you feel about Karrion cross in NXT, though, uh, Cyrus? I think he's cool. I think it's working out really well.
2: I don't know how they're going to try to prolong him just getting his title shot. He's probably going to run through a couple more people. And I'm kind of, a, I don't know if I'm okay with that, depending who gets squashed and who don't. And as long as he's having matches where he's like, having a dude begging for his life like he had Dijakovic. I'm all for it. I think uh, people were saying that it's too early. What is too early? Honestly, because everybody hates somebody within like the three weeks that they debuted. Some people say that they're too late on it. It is what it is. Uh, So far, I'm enjoying the whole thing. I can't wait to see what kind of match that he has with Keith Lee. And they might
0: have two matches. They might have a series of matches. But no nobody's
2: thinking about that part. <laughs>
0: okay, cool, cool. I, I agree. I agree. Um the KO show segment with the uh newly reunited, we're not sure, Riot Squad, I thought it was pretty good, man. I I, I thought Ruby really like turned up here.
1: I I didn't understand what the whole like all right, don't get me wrong. It's well, not that go. I Oh, understand.
0: man, music, and, and women, bro.
1: <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's not that I didn't understand. It's like, I'm looking at, I'm like, Liv Morgan, are you too good to team back with the Ruby Riot? She seemed very like, I don't She's know about this, on. but I want to move. And I'm like, we're not going to, let's please, let's not do this three week thing where yeah. we're, you know. Teasing, are they friends? Are they not friends? Ruby really likes Liv. Liv isn't sure yet. And then something happens and then we'll never know because it's gets cut off in the middle of the thing. Let's let's just reunite them properly. Let's do this thing properly. Um, build up to the moment, and hopefully they have a great match on SummerSlam or the kickoff or wherever this lands, somewhere, the raw before SummerSlam. I don't know. Um But I I did like the segment. I like that everyone kind of got time. I think KO is just being a very great, versatile player on Monday Night Raw, despite really having no main program currently. Um, He was just good in that moment, and he kind of helped carry um, all four of the not carry. I don't want to say carry all four of these women, but kind of like was the throughput, was kind of like the clothesline and kind of making all this thing kind of work together. So I liked it.
0: Yeah, I liked it. I liked it as well. It led into a really good match between the two. I mean, I, I know people really like this, and, and I, I thought people would really hate the fact that, that they're going to pair them back up. But I'm glad that people are into the fact that they're going to get back together. And, and I think they're a really good team. And I think them as baby faces, I have always wanted, wanted Ruby Riot as a baby face. Okay, yeah. I think she'll definitely yeah. have a chance to show off uh, what she can do as a baby face because she was a really good baby face at NXT.
1: Um, right, and I think they're they're a little bit more fleshed out than before. Because when you when mm-hmm. we saw them Ruby Wright and the right Squad before, their entire act was that they were just together. But now that you kind of got them, you know, <laughs> kind of doing their own separate character things and kind of developing it, it makes it for a stronger team. I could see them taking yeah. the belts off of Bailey yeah. and Sasha. That, yeah. That's what that's what I would like to see. I would yeah. I would love to see them get a title shot.
2: And you know, Sasha Banks and Bailey, they haven't defended the. Uh, doing uh, women tag team titles in a minute. And I think that's how you will slowly kind of get all all the belts off of them by having them lose the tag team ones
0: first, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, please, please, God, please, please do that. <laughs> um, we also had, speaking of tag teams, we had a uh, one-on-one tag team between the Street Profits and the Andrade Angel uh, team as well. They had very big storyline implications uh I, I one thing i will say about the the montez poison stuff they they did make it very subtle that he there was something in his drink i don't know if anyone caught the fact that he drank it and then he looked at his cup at one point and then no didn't catch I, it. I missed that, I yeah, missed it, it, that. Oh, yes God. but when when andrade and uh Zelina and angel are coming out they cut to montez taking a sip of his drink and he looks at the cup and he looks at it like, what the fuck am I just, did I just drink? And then they do it again. So when I, when I watched it back, I had to rewind it. Cause I was like, oh, so that's what that meant. Cause it, they never show him drinking anything out of the cup. So when they hit yeah. the match, um, Montez does a, does a, a, t- a tope, then he falls out, uh, which leads the match to be stopped. And Her then it, and, 30. um, oh my God, what do you think they put in it? <laughs> they put a Norco in it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow you know that you dream it <laughs> oh my um, god no I, I think
0: if you missed that I, I think that for sure it's, it's like it's it's something that will probably have pissed you off for sure but they I think they were a little yeah, too slow. yeah
1: I was, I was- I was. It was a little bit too subtle because I didn't see it, and then I was completely confused. I thought he was having like some heat stroke or whatever the hell it is. I thought (laughs) I was like, "What? You got the vapors? What's uh, going on here?" (laughs)
0: It's weird. I've I've only seen like four or five people actually mention that that camera cut happened, and I caught it in you know when it when it aired, and I was like, "You're rewarded when you pay attention." Yeah, exactly. And and I thought it was the reason I, I fucked with that story is that I was rewarded. But the other reason I fucked with this story is that I thought Bianca was going to be completely ignored and forgotten about. And this is the natural way for her to come back. And it made sense. And I was like, thank you, God. You have not forgotten about her.
1: It's like they're picking up something from three months ago for whatever apparent. I know, <laughs> like,
0: I, I know. It is. Like, it oh, is. Let's, let's,
1: let's pick it up from here and do it at SummerSlam. But you know what? Whatever. As, at this point, if we're not doing the whole will they, won't they, or Angel and Andrade on the same page type of thing, I'm good. Let them be a tag team if they're challenging for the championships. we got another tag team. We've got people in their corner. I think it's going to make for a great match, great moment at SummerSlam.
0: Yeah, for sure, um, and I I, I want to see what the what the next part of the story is going to be, uh, but next up, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton. I got to tell you, man, I'm 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 pretty jazzed for this match. I can't wait for it to happen. Oh, yeah. they, had, they had a really good they had a really good promo segment. I thought Randy is is definitely upped his promo game the last year, and Drew McIntyre every week he's he's showing something different about his character that I think you know it's proving to me that the the apprehension I had at first. It's, it's all gone. It's proving me wrong, and, and I'm glad to be proving wrong. I think Drew's a great champion, especially compared to Braun. Right.
1: <laughs> no, I I think I – think I mean, overall, I generally think the same thing. I just – you know, the subject matter for the whole thing. We've been doing this Randy has been in titles for 15 years thing for 15 years. I think we need to stretch off of something else. I think it, everyone's gripe can't be that Randy Orton had it good 15 years ago. Like You weren't even here 15 years ago. It's a, <laughs> I'm, I wish they would draw from something different, draw from something maybe a little bit more original because you saw it the entire time with the Edge feud and now you're seeing it in this feud and you saw it with the Big Show thing and you saw it with the Christian thing and you saw it with it. Yes, we get it. Randy was an asshole 15 years ago and he got rewarded for it. Fantastic. I, what else I, do we got?
0: <laughs> I, I do like the twist that Drew... Put in there that he wanted to beat him for everyone that Randy's ever disrespected. I've never heard that one before. I thought that was a cool mm-hmm. twist on it. Even though you're right, it, it is re, it's a retread. Um, but mm-hmm. I, I, I like the way Drew brought in the personal aspect of it because we got to remember, like Drew isn't like some like like he he is a, he's someone that was around during Randy's reign of terror ten years ago. Right. right? right. So yeah, he was able right. to pick up the the personal, um, the personal stuff from it. But again, we've heard Edge talk about it for three months. So again, it's... Right. It's very much retreaded, but I cannot wait for this match. And we get KO versus Randy next week. I think that's going to be a banger as well. We're all coming with the banger. Poor Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Poor Kevin. He's Poor Kevin think he's, nothing to do. I don't think he's going to be written off. I, I saw somebody say, oh, Kevin's <laughs> going to go on a break. I was like, no, I don't think that's going to happen. I think I think Drew's going to get involved in some way, shape, or form. Ooh, you, so, know, you okay. know what a That'd bit cool.
1: of news that we missed. A bit of What's news that? that we missed. Um, apparently, there was a draft that was supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a, it. It was a there was a, um it was been reported by Fightful Select. Shout out to I mean they're earning their Patreon. <laughs> I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm paying. I'm listening. Um, <laughs> but with that said, I they were I mean news reports that initially they were supposed to be sort of shake up or draft or something. Um, sometime this summer. Then it got put back to early in the fall and it got pushed back i think october now they don't they have no idea when it's happening i think obviously both rosters need kind of a fresh kind of reboot um considering everything that's going on and all the stories that are going on i think it's been delayed for because of covid i think they thought they would be back in arenas sooner than now um and they're still trying to. I mean, we, there's even rumors about SummerSlam being on a boat or SummerSlam being in Atlantic City. Um, <laughs> they 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 really want people back. They really really want people back. So I'm not sure what they delayed this whole draft thing for, but the draft is, is it's big news. I mean, it, it's something I think the roster needs at least, especially right now. Like especially right right now.
0: Yeah, I I would imagine that this is how the Undisputed Era would have came up, because if you just look at the timing of everything, it, it, mm-hmm. it, it lines up perfectly for Adam and, and them to come up. But again, you can't bring people up because there isn't going to be an NXT class next month. And there it probably isn't going to be an NXT class in January, so you can't bring anybody up right now because NXT is going to be very, very light. And they brought up Matt Riddle, mm-hmm. they brought up a lot of people, and you know if you take them out, you'll, you're left with, with Keith, who I think is very imminent to leave as well. And you have Carrion and all these people, so you know we have to <laughs> we have to keep the guys on there for as, as long as possible. But, you know, I think we still will get a draft, but probably closer to the end of the year, because that's when we'll desperately need it. I think for right now, we're kind of okay to, to finish out the summer with these storylines. Mm-hmm. Cause we still mm-hmm. got Sasha and Bailey. That's the biggest story we have coming out the summer. But I, I think
1: after, I don't know
0: anymore. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's happening, but I really feel like it's going to be a September to October thing where it, it does culminate in a, in a hell in a cell match between these two. I don't know how they're going to do it, but it's probably gonna
1: happen. Shit, if I know anymore, I I I I want to say I know stuff and then I don't. You um, <laughs> could you could see things in a completely different way. With that said, we got some um, we got women's action on Monday Night Raw. It was we, first of all Sasha Banks and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I immediately thought Yikes. when this was announced, I was like. <laughs> I I immediately thought when this was announced, this is probably going to be the best match of Shayna Baszler's life, (laughs) like legitimately. (laughs) better than Kyrie? God damn! Yeah, yeah. We're two different people. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I feel like Sasha. You you have to work when you're working with Sasha. Like you can't do the whole like drudging and like carrying around and all this other stuff like that. Like she has to get a lot of offense, and you got to get a lot of offense. And it was. Strongly like a back and forth kind of type of match before, you know. Well,
0: like, well, I, I, felt like, I, I felt like I felt like Shayna has been different since she's come back. I, I don't know if you caught her main event stuff, but she's uh, she works a faster pace in her general. Main event stuff.
1: <laughs> come on, don't do her, like yeah, do her like that. Don't do her like that. Don't do her like No, I'm I'm saying more so the main event. Like, <laughs> I, I'm not catching anyone's main event stuff, unfortunately. No. Okay.
0: Well, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to hear that. But she she works a different <laughs> she works a different style now, and and I think that. She's now caught into a groove. Like the way she worked with Sasha is the same way she's been working with Ruby and everyone else on, on that show for the past month, just to kind of warm her back up. I, I like her new offense. She does she legitimate, she she legitimately does have new offense and she showed off a little bit on the Sasha match. I, I can't co-sign that the Sasha match will probably be her best match. It was, it was a solid match for as long as they got to go. I, I think that I want to see her. Because now they have the ability to redo those matches that, that they missed out on because they had to beat everybody in February. Right. So like, they can go back to these matches and have them be actually competitive now because she can take offense. But um, we, it seems as though and, – and you know what? I also like the way they position her. I like that she didn't go for the triple threat match. She told Asuka, I want that match when you're done. Very different uh, way to, to kind of to portray her. Yeah. Obviously, you can't portray her as the top heel because she isn't. It's obviously Sasha mm-hmm. Bailey. So you can't have her right. out healing them right now. So um, right. you have right now, next week, Asuka versus Bailey. If Asuka wins, um, Asuka gets to, to face Sasha at SummerSlam. This is the same storyline they did with Bailey yeah. uh, a couple <laughs> of months ago, right? And hey, this <laughs> <my> time, eye- <laughs> when Bailey was on the other end of it, she was like, wait, what you talking about?
2: Yeah. And Oscar has beaten her every time, so yeah. I think that's why Bailey uh, possibly made that face. But I'm excited yeah. uh, to see that Shayna Baszler is like on the show. Like one week, there's a report that Bruce just hates Shayna, and then like a week later, you know she's gearing up to be
0: in part of a, t- a type pitcher. But let's be clear: who had to fall for, for Shayna to fly? Nia Jax, who is off TV. Again. Oh, yeah.
1: They they next that program. They're like, no, we're not doing this somewhere. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm
2: I'm glad. I'm happy.
1: <laughs> I think she but, just needs to, it, it's, it's just me, but Nia Jax, she just needs improvement. She really does. Like, I really, there's nothing I really want to say against Nia Jax. I just think she generally has to want it. And it heart, doesn't seem like she wants it particularly. heart, heart ain't in it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. For sure. Uh, any anything anything left on Raw? Nothing. Nah. We
0: talked about the we talked about the Hurt Business losing their titles. Which oh, I mean,
1: Dominic versus Rollins at SummerSlam.
0: Oh yeah, Dominic versus Rollins at, at, at SummerSlam. I like that. I like that angle too. I thought Raw has some really strong angles. I, again, Man. I feel like I'm I feel like I'm watching two different shows when I look at how people reacted to Raw. Like. Mm-hmm. I thought the Seth segment was a banger I Again yeah. I love get the Joe,
1: Joe business
0: Yeah, Joe, yeah. Joe I, was I thought, just like hold on, hold on partner You gotta get through me To talk to him When he said I laughed the hardest out of everybody At that table I was like Turn that up I was like I like that
2: <laughs> Man Murphy should have walked on Byron's side
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nobody would have
1: cared <laughs> Byron Byron would have been like oh my fault bro it would have been, they just one person too far. You know what I'm saying? I really <laughs> um, so what, what do you guys think this yeah. is going to be? Like We've never
0: seen Dominique Mysterio wrestle ever. So this will be our first time seeing it. I think Seth is probably the best person to have him go against. He's going to sell like a fool and he's going to make mm-hmm. him look great. So what do you guys huracurana
1: think? Like? And, huracurana and a lot of razzmatazz.
2: He's going to have to do a shooting star press to impress me, bruh.
1: What, what, what fit is he going to wear? That's what I'm worried oh, oh, don't boy. wear no. Yeah. Fleas, he's
0: going to be trash. <laughs> don't wear no fleasies, bro.
1: Man,
2: he, he, he going to wear some sneakers that still got the stock X tag on it. Oh, oh. my
1: God. He's going to be fully stocked out. 100%. 100%. Fear of Gods. Those. Can you wrestle in Fear of Gods? Fear of Gods, sir? The,
0: the Nike Fear of God ones? Yes. <laughs> Pro- yeah, you can for sure. Those them joints is heavy though. It'll be like when remember when Col- <laughs> remember when Kofi was wearing those LeBron elites, like I think it was the, yeah. the, the nines, and he and he gave uh, Miz the trouble in Paradise and he, Miz was like he, like Concussed. busted open. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He was bleeding. I think it's gonna be like one of those types of deals. Like he like, era the blow off sets here, bro. <laughs> oh
1: my god. I'm interested in the fit. That's what I'm interested in. Uh, but I think that's it. I mean, Raw
0: again. I thought I enjoyed it. I thought it was really solid. And uh, they, they yeah, set up too. a they set up a lot of story and a lot of um, a lot of a lot of SummerSlam matches. So I guess we're waiting to see. I mean, I would imagine on SmackDown we're going to get Braun versus Fiend. Let's just be clear here. I, I would imagine we get like a first a number one contender match to, for uh, for Bailey. I would imagine, right? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. they can't can't, they can't leave they can't leave bailey off the i i still think they're gonna have um
1: bailey and sasha defend
0: twice no i think they're gonna have bailey and sasha defend twice
1: i'm going to see what happens see what happens
0: it would make sense it's
1: it's two weeks from this sunday so we're we're dangerously close so if they're doing something they're probably going to start this friday
0: yeah okay well As always, thank you guys for listening to The A Show. That is our show. Please subscribe to us at The A Show RNC. Leave us a comment. Leave us five stars. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere you get uh, podcasts from. Thank you to Cyrus. Of course, The War Report every single week, every Friday on our channel. And we have spot covers coming up uh, as well. We've got a lot of stuff coming. I got got to watch Victory Road and I got to buy it. I'm sorry, sorry. sorry. I'm going to do it. We're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. So uh, thank you, Cyrus, for being on the show. Thank you all for listening. Until next week. Please be safe. Please wear a damn mask and wash your hands. See you later.